Hello world, we're big gay nerds. I'm your director, Jonix, they, them, and today we're playing Strike Down Vader. Uh, we're joined by Ellie. Oh, hello, I'm Ellie, pronouns are she, they, and I'm playing uh, Kristoff Skora, the Force user, a human. Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah, she, her. You can find me at Radio Inactivity on Twitter, and I'm playing Jazz Belakar, a Twi'lek pilot uh, who just really wants to kill Vader for the fun of it, <laughs> kind of. Gotta kill that Vader. Gotta kill that Vader. <laughs> and hey, I'm Owen. Owen. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, he, him, I'm the founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds, and I am playing Professor Pipistrel, uh, a Shadra fan, a uh, social sciences professor. <laughs> Hello, bad guy. Great. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the, some of the most cutthroat professors in the galaxy are actually social sciences professors. That's so correct. It, it makes sense that you'd be playing one. Yeah. So last time, um, we, uh, we saw the, the inner depths of, uh, the, of Governor Ketch's uh storage facility on Utapau mm. where you found uh, General Grievous's remains and managed to download its cybernetics data this directed you towards three medical droids on Coruscant um okay. and uh the one thing that you know as galactic citizens about Coruscant uh is that its coordinates you can never forget. It's kind of like nine one one, but instead the coordinates are zero zero zero. It is the central, <laughs> oh, great. Uh, central oh my god point. Yo, they they pulled a straight year up and made themselves the center. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. I yeah um <laughs> yeah we're we're the yeah we're time zone zero. Don't worry about it. God, that's uh. that's so good to know. Um, yeah, uh, Pipistrel, I think that, like, um, actually, you know what, since, like, so, so we're in, like, so you're in your, the, the VW bus ship, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like and so, right. Um, I think that, like, immediately after like the last little uh, adventure like as soon as like the doors closed behind their ship Pipistrel immediately started like pacing around and like j just like rambling about how much he hated that governor like he had to be putting on a nice faith this whole time but like oh my of all the anthropocentric I am <laughs> <laughs> just this little and, guy just yeah. pacing and ranting uh huh yeah and um yeah, that, that, that's basically the main thing. I just wanted, uh, I just do did want to be clear that this guy um, did, is so much of the last episode was him just trying to be like full face mode with like his least favorite kind of person. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't have much of like a particular follow up to that. It's just there's that. So like, let's just go to Coruscant and. See if we can find some droids. That's why I wanted him dead. You two wanted you two wanted to be more diplomatic. I'm just saying we could have just we could have just killed that old man down in there. Uh, but yeah, you know it's but... fine. It's fine. Look, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to Coruscant. We're gonna get this handled. And uh, I think 
I think yeah. this is for the best. The less we're on the imper the emper uh, sorry, the Empire's radar, the better, right? We don't need any dead senators uh, with our, you know, us hanging around on security cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I... we've got to we've got to stay under the radar until <laughs> we do the big one. Yeah, we got bigger <laughs> games. We get the one big job senator. done, and then there's no getting off the radar, folks. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, so it's a uh, it's a pretty easy flight to Coruscant, um, because uh, it's also at the center of a, a few trade routes. So, you know, uh, well established hyper lanes just kind of send you directly to Coruscant whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know it's kind of like flying internationally. Like you you kind of end up stopping at stopping down like in Berlin or London even if you don't mean to. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, and so uh, so yeah you you arrive at the at the the glittering uh, night side of of Coruscant with its many uh, many beams of light and and uh, sort of. Uh, just you know the the signs of post uh, post industrial life uh, down on the planet where everything is built up uh, in skyscrapers and and uh, there's no natural terrain left mm-hmm. um, throughout the entire across the entire planet uh, it is it is all sort of a sprawl of in either uh, metropolitan areas or uh, industrial zones. Um, it, in fact, it stretches so far down thousands of levels uh, to an uninhabitable surface below uh, that's filled with strange creatures that are, that are only talked about in Whisper. Mm. Um, so how exactly it, do we go about finding three droids on Coruscant? <laughs> It's, it's a, a big, big place. place. And mm. Now that I think about it, I've never seen the ground, just skyscrapers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and in, in all likelihood, yeah. this might be your first times here. Because there's yeah. usually not a good reason to go to Coruscant unless you're go- looking to make, a, make money, mm-hmm. get lost, or you already have one of those two things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the professor's ever been... Um. Maybe at one point he was going to before he lost his job. <laughs> but, like, that, that tour did not wind up happening. Right. A guided tour of Coruscant, like you're going to Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> God, also, unrelated to anything, but, like, something just flicked in my brain, which is that the reason... <laughs> Every every planet on Star Wars has one settlement, but Coruscant just has one giant one, so that's why that's the most things happening mm-hmm. there. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> well, Crack the code. Since it should be noted, uh, Coruscant has a bit of a has been going under a bit of a renovation mm-hmm. um, since the new management stepped up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it used to used to have sort of a an art deco feel that has sort of given way to a lot more utilitarian building space. Let's say, mm. um, since there's no need for a for a Jedi temple anymore, for instance, it's now just a convenient uh, military base. Oh, how nice! And, and that kind of thing. <laughs> it's it, there's less less sloping roofs, more just squares mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> 
Okay. So it's a it's not quite how you remembered seeing it in the in your your uh your hollow texts uh right. back home. You might see a couple of structures you rec- you recognize, but for the most part it's uh it's it's pretty drab. Right. Right. Hmm. Okay. So, um so we so. three specific droids on Coruscant yeah. on, on a city so. this like on a planet this big with this many people on it. Like yeah, they true. are his, they are slightly historically significant, and they are medical droids. Maybe that can give us a lead, or maybe we need to hit like a one of those big libraries or something. Mm. Mm. Could there be some kind of directory or something like that? Like I don't know if there's some kind like. I've, I guess droids aren't like centrally licensed or anything. No, they're they're generally just. Uh, it would be like licensing your your microwave. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so I um, wind up having to break into a hospital or something. That'll be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give us the MRI machine. It'll work on data. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a Dale Gribble episode. <laughs> um, we all know who this machine worked on. It might be a good time to uh, contact your your old buddy that gave you the lead that sent you on this chase in the first place. Oh right! Oh yeah, had a buddy, uh, Zeko. One of Zeko. One of the uh, right. one oh. of the former clone troopers. Right? No, wait. No, Zeko was the oh, well, Zeko's what... the guy that sent you to the clone trooper. Oh okay. okay, you're right. Okay, okay. Uh okay. yeah. That's a good place to start. Yeah, totally. Um Who... So yeah, um luckily, uh he he is actually uh on the hollow net, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not not talked about a lot, but uh, he is, you can you can uh, contact him through that uh, pretty okay. easily. All right, who? Let you know what this could be a good time to do. You, do we think that anyone here is like particularly the like our point of contact with Zeko, or is it more of just like a group thing? Um. I don't know. It's a good. It's a good question. Uh, would you Would you like a maybe just a small description of him to? Yes. Yeah. To, all right. Uh, he is a Rodian spice trader. Okay. Oh. Uh, so Rodians are the the fly faced guys. Uh, Greedo was one of them. Oh, Greedo. Like, okay. Uh, uh, he uh, he tends to talk to a lot of people in his in his uh, trade. Um. Sp- and when I say spice trader, spice is kind of maybe sort of illegal a little bit. Ah, <laughs> it's, it's, we're not talking gotcha. about you know the cooking spice here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking um, about maybe the spice of life. Yeah, um, yeah, so that sounds like somebody Jazz would know because Jazz is spice. Yeah, that sounds good. Like... Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, up until you described it, I was I was thinking of it sounded like a Pipistrel contact, but not that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pipistrel does not know how to get drugs. Yeah, Kristoff and Pipistrel are dorks. We need jazz. Really. Yeah, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I would if, like, if you've got I, my good if, sir, I would like to purchase one drug, please. One rock, one rock. Yeah. 
<laughs> how much do you recommend for a first time user? I yeah. barely know how to get prescription medication. <laughs> God, I feel that. Oh my God. Uh, so yes. I've got, <laughs> so I've got two noted. hearts, and both mm-hmm. of them are bad in different ways. <laughs> um, it should be noted that. Uh, Holonet communications are a lot less stable and a lot less secure than a comlink. Um, so there, there is sort of a a risk uh, in, involved in in you know the especially in the pursuits that you are interested in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a risk involved in uh, in asking straight up questions, but you might still be able to to be vague enough about it and still get pointed mm, in the right direction. Sure. Right. Um okay, so so Jazz is going to uh use the like the the hollow the holonet communication system like that's probably on the ship like while they're yeah. like still in the like they're still in the the you know docking area. Um and is going to is going to bring him up, uh, kind of like thinking. There's, out. A, there's a little jingle that plays while Great. while it's waiting <laughs> waiting to connect, mm-hmm. and there's like a little uh, a little circular like kind of dancing icon that it's like it's just a you know it's a, a very species agnostic sort of like like this is a little guy face right. that's dancing. <laughs> Great. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, the, you know, the jingle stops and you're, uh, what do you want? (laughs) Hey, buddy, it's Jazz. Ah, Jazz, my favorite customer, I mean friend. That's right. (laughs) Best friends for life. Hey, uh... (sighs) How to ask this. So we're... So you know how you sent us out on that errand? You gave us, like, some some help to, to get a, uh, an errand, kind of... Ah, uh, yeah, with the old man. Yeah, with the old man. So we found what we needed to help the old man, right? <laughs> um, but in order to help the old man, we gotta find these, uh, these three specific droids... And they're all on Coruscant. Oh. And, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Coruscant's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big out here. <laughs> uh, wait, are you on Coruscant? I mean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Buddy! Uh... <laughs> My friend! Why didn't you say so? <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. I can. I think I. I can point you in the right direction, uh-huh. but you can't call me like this again. That's fine because the cool thing is, is if you point us in the wrong direction, uh, I know where you are. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you so, still got that thermal detonator? I I do. Uh Great. I got I actually picked up another extremely cool toy that uh <laughs> I I would just love to show you. 
if uh, if something went wrong while the, you point the, us in the right direction. The little uh, hologram of of his face kind of uh, like it, he he like rubs his little head wigglies that he's got nervously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so um, I am going. To, how can we tell him the the designation of the of the droids? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah, you you tell him. I I'm not gonna make you remember a bunch of letters in numbers sure, for sure, no sure. reason. Um, but but yes, uh, you you tell him the the uh, the designations of the three droids, and he goes, "Hmm." Now let me see, and he and you hear him tapping on like a data pad. Uh, it's making lots of beeps and boops, and I think at this point, because I, I again, it's such a rules light system that I'm actually making mechanics as we go along. Um, I want you to roll a. Hold on one second. One, two, three, four. You roll a d4 for me. Oh, one d. Let me see. Ah, here we go. I forgot that dice maiden change. Roll one d four. Yeah, a four. A four. Okay. Um, great. Uh, he goes. Yeah. Okay. This could help. Um, so I uh, was talking with a, a buddy of mine who uh, used to be in med school. I think he's some kind of big time. Uh, I don't know, a doctor or something. Um, but uh, he's uh. He's been uh, uh, suspended from uh, from his practice for now, uh, and uh, you can he's down at a, a dive bar in the uh, the lower nine hundreds. Mm-hmm. It's uh, pretty rough down there, but he seems to like it. And uh, he he was telling me all sorts of stories about stuff, and I don't know, it might point you in the right direction. Uh, that's great. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll take that and remember. My friend, my good, yes, good friend. my friend. <laughs> this doesn't work out. There are a lot of people on Coruscant who I can pay money <laughs> to get me to your front door. Oh, that's a <laughs> just like Jazz, always joking around, always telling jokes. Me, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I'm telling a good joke. <laughs> Uh, goodbye. You stay. You stay close, my little friend. And uh, she hangs up. <laughs> they good. They hang up at the exact same time. Yeah. Great. <laughs> All right. Let's make tracks. <laughs> so, yeah, you get like a you get a little like data packet sent to you after mm-hmm. the fact that like kind of points you closer to the the bar. It's not just a bar in the lower nine hundreds like that. Because there's probably ten thousand of them, yeah. Right. Um, so um, the way that uh, Coruscant navigation works is that there are levels, um, thousands of levels, and so the uh, lower nine hundred <laughs> is pretty far down. Yeah. Um, wow. It is still in the middle class section where like <laughs> most of the workers live, and it's and it's hospital or not hospital, have habitable, mm-hmm. but uh, there are toxic fumes. And okay. constant Corsac raids. And gotcha. gangs. And no, okay. hold on, Corsac? What's uh a... uh, well Coruscant security. 
Oh, oh the cops. Oh, okay, great. Oh, sometimes also called the CSF, the course on security. Or maybe not courses. even cops, but like corporate <laughs> security. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, and also, from time to time, something crawls up from the depths. <laughs> gotcha. I'm sure it's so, fine. So it's not... So this is more like a dwarf fortress than anything. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I know you two. This is not your scene. (laughs) So just try to act like you've been here before. No gawking, right? No, no, no staring. Don't make eye contact with anybody, honestly. Yeah, I, was, I would be offended that I'm being treated like I'm from the sticks, but I need to hear something about something crawling out of the depths, that's so right. that's okay. There's toxic fumes and things crawling out from yeah. the depths. I'm just giving some general advice on how to make yourself not look like a mark. <laughs> so... <laughs> I've been... I've been studying the Empire for my entire adult life, mm-hmm. and now I'm right here in its literal heart, and I've got to just go and see some droids and leave. That's just, that's just the way it is, huh? Well, maybe afterwards, yeah. we'll, after we, uh, we do, well, after we take care of the old man, um, we <laughs> come back here and drink in a nicer bar instead of one in the lower 900. <laughs> oh, oh, there's an after we take care of the old man now. Well... Yeah, well, Maybe. Christoffel Pat Pipistrell is like, look, look at how big all this is. Taking out uh, the old man is pretty lofty already. You know, we might as well hit the <laughs> stars. Uh, it's fine. So You know what? Yeah, that's a plan. After you take out the old man, I can see if I can work on my theory about <laughs> shit. No, damn it. <laughs> I, yes, theory I about was, shit. I, I was... I was I had a flow. I was trying to work out some kind of theory about wait a second in this setting is Mace Windu somehow equivalent to Lee Harvey Oswald. But like, <laughs> Damn, I, um... I couldn't I couldn't think of an execution for it. Jeez. He wants to like he wants to see the building where the dude got thrown out the window to like try and figure out Mace if Windu like the assassination co- attempt was a hoax. The Mace Windu yeah. theory. Hasn't everybody heard of that one? Come on, <laughs> Did they actually try to kill Palpatine or was it just a false was it just a yeah, way ex- to get rid of the Jedi? False flag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mace Windu was actually on the was actually on payroll. Yeah. Mace Windu was a cri- Kid Fisto was a crisis actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right so so you uh you're what's what's the name of your ship by the way oh, oh that's fuck. a good question uh the name of the ship hmm. if you don't have one have one that's cool i just i was just curious I'm actually really sad I haven't thought of this yet because yeah. like, oh, man. because I would think I would I like, like the idea of the space it? it's is it's it? my spaceship. Oh and yeah. I like sorry. the idea of the space Winnebago having a name. Um, <laughs> Do you wanna know I think I might have brought this up the the time that Jonix ran the other Star Wars game. You wanna know a word that I like that I think would be a really good spaceship name? What? Pariah Dog. <gasps> oh that is good. Yeah, and it, it mm. it's like a colloquial term for like 
a genetically stable population of feral dogs, you know, like mm-hmm. like dingoes and that sort of deal. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. Yeah, we'll roll with that. Cool. All right. So, um, so you are maneuvering the pariah dog down uh, into the uh, into one of the many um, shafts that sort of connects the uh, the upper city and the lower city. Mm-hmm. Um, you you see, you know, uh, traffic lines of of hover cars and. Uh, and various spaceships trying to dock. Um, you actually flew over earlier the uh, the memorial sector for the dreadnought that crashed on oh fuck <laughs> on uh, on the city surface, where they have now built up sort of a, a humongous park um, in in sort of the the silhouette of the crashed ship. Ooh, um, damn. that's cool. But you know that's for the upper city denizens. Sure. Down here, you start seeing the smog start to rise up. Um, there's pipes dripping. And uh, what's worse is it feels like you are being tailed. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, <laughs> the equi- Jazz kind of adjusting the equivalent of the uh, the rear view mirror on, <laughs> on the pariah dog. Uh <laughs> And uh, so do we, is there, like, can we tell that somebody's following us? Like- you, so as you adjust your, your equipment, which is like, you know, swiveling a camera around, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, it still shows up as a rear view mirror in your cockpit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you do see a peculiar uh, black ship. It's like, It looks like a single person ship. It's small enough that that's, that's pretty much the only thing it could be. Mm-hmm. Um and it's uh it's kind of um it's like the sh- the if you if you were to steeple your fingers you know you know like like touch the tips of your fingers together and kind of point yeah. them upwards and then imagine turn that to the side and that's kind of the shape of the ship so it's Ooh. got a, sort of a so it's got sort of a pointed front with two lobes behind it that sort of connect at the back oh okay um and it's uh and so it's it is it, after after sort of uh noticing uh noticing that uh it's you know it's behind you you know it's it's definitely taking the same turns you do it's mm-hmm. descending at the same uh, the same speed that you are um but it's definitely keeping its distance so it could be but you you definitely got a uh a feeling a certain like tremble in your leku that tells you that something's not right here you might say and i have okay. a bad feeling about this you might have a bad feeling about this <laughs> okay. which also oh. uh similarly uh our force user uh christoph would would also uh f- have a, a bit of the heebie-jeebies about something uh-huh. <laughs> so i think yeah. we have acquired a uh, a tale my friends Oh, that didn't take very long, did it? No. Um, so I'm going to tell the two of you to fasten your seatbelts, because we <laughs> are going to shake this tail. Oh, boy. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so give He's... me a pilot roll. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. That's roll 1d6 plus 1. Seven. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, you you uh, 
you sort of wait for for the right opening, and then you blast through one of the traffic lanes, mm-hmm. ma- mm-hmm. narrowly scraping by uh, between the 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 you know perpendicular uh, uh, you know flow of cars, um, which gives you just enough space to. Uh, maneuver in the shadows where you're pretty sure that uh, the ship can't see you anymore. Um, you you uh, as you dart away, you see it it pick up speed and start to follow you. Although it has to swerve around the traffic mm-hmm. to to keep up with you. So you now have a pretty good lead on it, but it is still chasing you. Okay. Okay. Um, so it, it will be easier to to escape. Uh, uh, it's it's view in as you uh, go deeper down into the uh, the sort of central work zone of the uh, the the city. Um, let's see. Um, I think. Let's see. You'll yep. give me another D four, actually. Ooh, okay. Two. Okay. Um so yeah, you uh so you you careen around a corner. Uh you know, you're you're revving your engine. It's 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 you're a, you're in a spaceship, so you can go pretty damn fast and it's pretty uh pretty tight down here. Mm-hmm. Um cuz it's made for it's made for speeders. It's not really made for spaceships. Mm-hmm. Um so uh you actually end up uh, sort of bumping into a parked speeder as you as you go around the corner. You, not enough to like destroy it or anything, but enough to set off the alarm. Uh, Damn it! Okay. Um, and uh, the the uh, the owner of the speeder seemingly uh, runs out for uh, from the 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 food stand that he was sort of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, pulled up to and starts shouting at you in Hutties. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, which, you know, is just, and he hops in his, his uh, speeder and chases after you. Great. Oh, uh, no, that's and, good. And, uh, and before you know it, you've got blaster shots uh, oh, singing around. Okay. Oh. But. Uh, should be known. It uh, should be uh, told that like you're in a spaceship, you have deflector shields. Yeah. Like right. bla- a blaster's not going to do anything to you. This guy's just pissed off. Sure. Okay. But so, he yeah. is making a lot of noise, which will make it harder to get away. Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Um. So I guess like what's what's your next step? Uh, you can make another piloting role if you like. But uh, if if anyone else has any ideas, uh, now might be a good time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I have had one idea, but I think it's a bit too much for this, like, one guy. But it's just me. I have been thinking that I'm not the guy piloting the ship, and we do have a sniper rifle. So if it comes down to it. Um, oh, shit. But, yeah, also, not against this guy, though. Um, like, I don't know how Force Slam interacts with, like, out-of-combat oh. stuff. But I could maybe just, you know, push the thing away if we need to. Let me see. Use an action to push an object or actor up to one space away? Question mark. Can mm. deal five damage to it or use it to deal damage. Okay, could just be in. Could be a combat thing. 
It's, Could it's you... usually a combat thing, but I would allow you to use this in this okay. circumstance. So that's on um, the table. Yeah, I like that sniper it, rifle idea. What if you though? pushed it back again into the guy tailing the other guy tailing us? Oh fuck! That yeah. that oh. would definitely work because um, essentially, so so like ship combat doesn't really exist mm-hmm. in this game. Makes um, sense. But uh, I think we can kind of call this a quote unquote combat encounter. Um, so that we're using the three zone space or a three zone idea. Mm-hmm. So right now, uh, basically, if you had if you had not passed that pilot role, um, you would be in adjacent zones. But oh, since okay. but since you did, you are now two zones away. So you are in the ally side, and you, the person tailing you is in the enemy side, and the person uh, shooting at you is in the center. Okay. So. A force slam in this case would be able to push the uh, the speeder back a space. Ah, that and, sounds good. Get some and possibly distance. do some damage. Yeah, and, and yeah. that would deal with both of our our tails potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. Let's do it. I'll spend the two yeah, force yeah. points. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Jazz. Uh, Jazz flips a switch on her console, and the uh, like the. Uh, Essentially, the the sunroof. If we're gonna keep using <laughs> our terms, uh, the sunroof on the on the on the pariah dog pops open so that Kristoff can actually get up out of the call out of the uh, the ship to to get like eyesight instead. You know? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, because because he's gotta gotta be able to like look and like uh-huh. make a gesture. He's sweating it because he usually just sort of like pulls objects towards him or you know, that sort of thing. He's <laughs> like, oh boy. But yeah. um, it doesn't list a roll or anything. Should I just like roll a d6 or? Um, just roll I think a, you just do it. it. All right, oh. let's just um, do it then. So yeah, you. Uh, so yeah, you, you sort of reach out with the force, and how how does that feel? Uh, when you when you're when you do this kind of thing, this sort of overt use of the force. Uh, hmm. do, is this something? Is it something like you're tapping into something deeper? Does it feel like you just know you can do it, or are you just relying on pure? luck at this point hmm so i think um he's tapping into something deeper but he's also got a sort of the sort of like for me the i always think about the just like original like episode four where you just like turn the targeting computer off and just fucking do it that sort of thing so it is it's part it's part believing in yourself and part believing that it'll work out it's on its own. <laughs> so, but, um, so it might not be that you... In this case, it, maybe you're not actually reaching out with the force to just push him. It might be more that you, like, you threw something at him. Like, you know, a, a piece of junk or something that just happens to perfectly hit him. Oh, yeah. And, and it does exactly what you want, right? It gets sucked yeah. into, like, his engine intake or something. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, so, um... So like yeah, I figure you just got something sort of just like a chunky bit of just sort of like metal scrap or just sort of like burnt out electronics junks they got or whatever. You just like um like looks at it, sort of like sort of thinking about the angle or whatever, and he just like shrugs and lobs it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, you you throw uh this this nasty old piece of junk um that's pretty hefty. It, it doesn't seem like it would it would fly, but it does. 
Uh, We're moving pretty quick, so I feel like relative speed also <laughs> kind of fetches in. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I mean, it it works, right? So it like bounces off of a vertical pipe that's sticking down, <laughs> from a, you know, that like whizzes by your head, but like it hits it, and then it uh, it sort of like gets a spiral on it because of that, and <laughs> and goes right into the intake of the speeder's engine, which sends the the blaster firing uh, uh thug sort of spinning out of control um and uh it, it's just in time for the the ship that's tailing you to uh to sort of turn around the corner and come into view <laughs> um and it bounces it, it hits the front of the the ship uh rocking them both and the speeder sort of careens off into the into the darkness of the uh, <laughs> of the undercity um and the the sh- the ship that's following you is sort of uh knocked off course and uh and kind of it scrapes against like the the ceiling of the God. level that you're on mm-hmm. you know sparks shattering everywhere or or go- you know going everywhere and uh it kind of it you know it, it looks like it's going to stabilize itself and then it it falls into the darkness oh, great okay yeah, Christoph like whistles like oh my Goodness, that's uh, that worked. A lot of violence, big guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, Oh wait, I was about to say, wait, Star Trek doesn't have hell, but I think that somebody did say hell exactly one time in Star Wars. Han Solo, in fact, does say hell in uh, (laughs) in um, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Oh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, oh, that's hella uh, canon then. Yeah, it's, <laughs> okay. it's extremely canon, which is actually why in the last Star Wars game, I made it canon to my personal Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, there was a planet called Hell. It was great. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so you so you <clears throat> you've evaded your tail, and uh, you. Uh, you sort of pull, you know, you go to the coordinates that were sent to you by Zeko, um, and, uh, you sort of pull up into this, it's not so much a bar, like Zeko was saying, it, like, they do serve alcohol, but it's, <laughs> it's, you know Bucky's. Yes, I do know Bucky's because I live in Alabama. Right, so for those who don't know Bucky's, it's essentially <laughs> the biggest truck stop gas station you can imagine it, oh. they sell furniture in there like oh my god <laughs> it's it's like it's like if a big lots had a gas station attached to it uh-huh so um so yeah it's it's a lot like bucky's which is a, as as we've discovered um is a uh an east texas uh gas station chain which is humongous yes uh so there's plenty of space for your ship to land. Um, it's it's kind of you see all sorts of different ships in, in parked here. Lots of speeders. There's like a there's a light freighter here and there. There's a fighter, like an actual like, oh. a, like a not a tie fighter, luckily, but like a uh, you know what de- definitely like someone's like souped up like custom piece. Ah. Uh, 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 sort of a, a docked here, and uh, you know, just there's there's lots of uh, non-human life mm-hmm. uh, in this area, which okay. uh, which is different from the surface, thanks to the Empire. Great, right? Um, the the surface world, uh, surface of uh, uh, Corellia is largely human now, mm. um, 
and everyone kind of knows it, and uh, it's uh, it's not very comfortable there for people with blue skin, let's say. Right. Right. So, uh, so yeah, you you park or dock, whatever, you know, mm. spaceship stuff. Um, you uh, you land, and uh, the uh, and you are welcomed in by the the neon glow uh, in the smog of. Uh, uh, of this this wonderful station that uh, says uh, Sluggo Station in Arabesh <laughs> at the top. Great. Uh, as we all know, Sluggo is lit, so... <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For Twitter people only, I think. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you can you can sort of enter at your leisure. Uh, you can... Uh, there's people around, but uh, you've got a mission, so... Right. We can, we can mosey a little bit and... Uh... I guess I guess our uh, our our friend didn't give us a description, did he? Uh, not a not a very uh, just a doctor. Yeah, just a doctor. Um, and uh, and I I think gave gave him pronouns as well, which were were uh, he him. Mm, okay. Um. Hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, I guess we just look for people with doctor vibes or whatever. <laughs> admittedly, it's <laughs> admittedly every doctor I've seen in Star Trek looks incredibly doc. In sorry, in Star Wars looks incredibly doctory. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not. I, a- <laughs> I got an idea of uh, of of just like there are like people around like serving drinks and stuff too, right? What about like a navigator role? We might be able to like find a directory, some helpful protocol droids. I don't know. Hmm. Wait, I. I I I maybe have an inkling of what Sarah's idea is, oh, and I'm sorry. curious about. <laughs> yeah, there uh, there in fact are uh, there are droids uh, going about serving uh, serving you know alcohol and uh, various various roasted meats mm-hmm. on buns, <laughs> uh, sometimes Excellent. on sticks, uh, sometimes oh, yeah. in noodles. Ooh, oh, I'm getting hungry. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jazz is gonna uh, flag one down uh, and also take a take a meat bun, um, <laughs> and uh, and immediately hoist Pipistrelle up because uh, he's just a little guy. And then like Look at this little guy, my my friend here is terribly sick. Look at him. Uh. <laughs> it does it does like the SpongeBob zoom in. Where it's just this grotesque painting. <laughs> I'm just like a bat. <laughs> he just looks even more like a, just like an anatomical drawing of a bat. Just like <laughs> my local population is being ravaged by mites. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Says says the droid, and uh, it, it sort of lifts lifts up a uh, uh, a chrome hand to its like slit mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there's a medical professional in the corner. <laughs> Thank you so much, Doug. I think and it, point. And it, it like holds the its tray of like food away from you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so we're gonna go in the direction that the that the droid pointed us. It's just like good acting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So yeah, you um you kind of you 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 see in the uh, in the corner is where the bar is mm-hmm. uh, in inside of this massive station, um, 
and sort of so like you know there's no kids running around really there's it's kind of just uh it's a it's you know you have to walk through a um like a, a scanner but it's like not really working it kind of like it you can see like a blue field that sort of like blinks on and off at, at sporadic times uh it's so it, it might be like a, a weapon scanner or something like that but it's mm. not it, it it's fine <laughs> right yeah it, it, it does not pick up on the fact that that jazz and uh Christoph are both uh packing so yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't work great yeah, it, it best at the best of times it was probably for show, mm-hmm. and now <laughs> now it's not even that. Um, yeah. So you see, uh, you see, you know your your normal your normal fare of uh, of world weary travelers and off duty workers. Uh, lots, like I said, many non humans, and I could I could name all my favorite Star Wars species here if I wanted to, but just <laughs> you know, imagine people in Halloween costumes that look really good. Yeah. Um, and that's that's pretty much what we got going on here: skull face guy, devil guy. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Got to yeah. be at least one Athorian. Yeah, there's awesome. an Athorian in the corner with his big crazy face. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and then you see the one human, mm. uh, sort of like posted up at the at you know on a on a uh, on a stool, uh, drinking down something that looks foul. Uh, he kind of grimaces and uh, and just you know he kind of slaps a guy on the back and you know, he's having a good time. He's just he's there to clearly blow off some steam. Uh, yeah. Um, I think we just approach him. Uh, I like to think Jazz is still carrying Pipistrel. Yeah, <laughs> so, she so she doesn't lose him in the crowd. Like how big this place yeah, is. Yeah, I like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Uh, so, so he he, as you approach, he he uh, he looks at you, and you see the the wrinkles on his forehead, and uh, and his uh, sort of sunken in eyes, like he's like he's seen a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, even in his drunken state, you notice that his hands are steady as a rock. Gotcha. Great. Uh, and uh, he he looks like he might be angling towards going for a blaster but he's not quite there yet he kind of sets his <laughs> hand on his hip and he goes can i help you oh doctor my friend here is is terribly sick uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and, and it, but said like in an extremely disingenuous way like like she doesn't buy it at all and then just kind of like puts pipistrelle down um, actually, no, we just, we just need to have a conversation with you. <laughs> uh, a, a good conversation. What's our, what's, uh, what's our, our informant's name again? It's just totally left my brain. Zeko. Zeko. Um, Zeko said you might be able to help us with a problem. Oh, that old slug slurper. Ah, Zeko. <laughs> I hate that guy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I threatened him. Uh, intensely in order to get here. Uh, Jazz, well, Bellicar, and she, like, sticks a hand out. Uh, Morton Velas. Any, uh, he, he shakes in, re- in return. Uh, any, uh, enemy of Zeko is a friend of mine. Fantastic. 
Uh, and yeah, we're gonna saddle up on the saddle up next to him uh, uh, and order a drink. Sure. Uh, he's, he's, he uh, says, by the way, your friend's got a mite problem. I don't know if you... <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, th- I've got... I take a shampoo for it, but so far it has just slowed the breeding. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, as long as you know, I just, you know. I don't usually give they're them not, out for free, but... They're, they're <laughs> entirely specialized for my species. It's not contagious. <laughs> <laughs> Unless another one of you is running around here, but I doubt it. Yeah. There, there uh, probably are. You, oh, you probably could yeah. find a few. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep my distance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, you know, he, he drinks his drink, and um, at this point, I think you just kind of, kind of, are you just trying to strike up a conversation with him, and eventually, sort of dangle out the information that you need? Or are you more straight to the point? more straight to the point to not like waste this guy's time. I don't think like wasting this guy's time would, would uh, accomplish anything. Um, Cause like, you know, we established when we said hello that Deco sent us to talk to him. Um, right. Yeah. So she, she, you know, cuts the point after she gets her drink and it's like, so we are looking for a set of specific medical droids. And Zeko said that you might be able to uh, help us locate them. Oh, medical droids! If I could, if I could see, if I could never see a medical droid for the rest of my life, I would die a happy man. You know what they? You know, you know what medical droids do? They take away jobs from people like me who actually know how to treat people. It's, it's this. Oh, never mind. I don't. I don't want to bother you, but. Look, I can, I, I might be able to help. I, I work with a lot of droids, but there's one in particular that I, uh, I just, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind if you, uh, if you dismantled it, if you ever came across it, let's say. <laughs> uh, well, depending on, uh, how this job goes, that might be a possibility. Uh. The droid I, I in question is, uh, FX6. Which you know is one of the one of the droids that uh, that is on your list. Mm-hmm. One of the droids right. we're looking for, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, great! Yeah, this, uh, that that bucket of bolts cost me everything. Well, not everything, but almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly everything. Uh, it's it killed two of my patients. Oh, no. Really now? It overrode my my orders and decided on its own that it was going to administer special drugs to these patients. And guess what? They didn't survive. Well. <clears throat> hmm. That's an interesting... Because, like, droids are supposed to listen to you. You'd think. You're, and and what think. does the review board do? Mm. They suspend me. Huh. A, that sounds like a setup. That does sound like a setup, man. Maybe somebody was just uh maybe somebody was just deciding that guy needed to go and you were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It happened to me. Without people dying. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a professor or something. I don't get into <laughs> conspiracy theories. 
But well, like I said, <laughs> if we come across that droid, um, I won't feel bad uh, stripping it for parts. You can you can find it at the uh, the Emperor Palpatine Surgical Reconstruction yes! Center. Beautiful. <laughs> 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 Perfect. <laughs> the joke paid off, folks. Uh. <laughs> Here, uh. you can use this key card to get in. I don't care oh. anymore. I've been suspended. Hey. I'm pissed off. Just don't hurt anybody. <laughs> uh, okay. Fantastic. I'm going to buy this guy another drink for his troubles. Uh, Cheers. And yeah. Oh, uh, I guess while we're standing here, while we're while we still got him, and uh, he did give us this key card. Um, any other details about the about security that he could give us would be great. Mm. Well, when there's a, a high profile case of uh, of, of any kind, uh, there tend to be more military presence there. But usually, it's just uh, it's just your normal corsac security thugs. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't worry about them too much. They're pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Great, awesome. You kind of just grab a clipboard and walk, and you're you're pretty good. All right. Like we they go. might not like uh, like your kind, though. Ah, uh, that's what we got him for. <laughs> she thumbs back to Kristoff. <laughs> 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 that's why we keep him around. Don't worry about it. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, if we've got this locked down, I think Pe- Pepistrel's probably just gonna. I'm trying to think of... He's probably just gonna grab some jerky for the road. <laughs> yeah, little, sure. Just a little, a little thimble full of alcohol. It's all a little guy like yeah. him can drink. <laughs> a shot glass is like a pint for him. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get any sort of br- Sluggo branded uh, oh my God. merch, now's the time. <laughs> you want to get your Sluggo branded jerky. Because they... <laughs> You know, the famous jerky aisles of sluggos. I didn't think they could make fish jerky, but they figured out a way. (laughs) Fish jerky is foul. (laughs) I think Kristoff does wind up getting, like, you know, just some, like, dried sausage for the pantry or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, that does sound... Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. (laughs) They've got to have, like, a little mini fridge or something on that ship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's well, you the thing know about dried meats. You can just leave them out in piles. You know, it's True, like a, yeah. we, joke, we joke about it. it's. It, like I said, it's more like a space Winnebago where it probably has like a teeny tiny like mini kitchen. So like yeah. it's got food storage and stuff like that Cute. too. So uh, I don't know. If, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if this is our situation, but I suddenly really like the idea of a spaceship interior that just has like meats like hanging from the ceiling. You know, <laughs> just like a butcher, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just, or just, they've like like someone's fruit root cellar or something, mm-hmm. you know, just like a bunch of meats and spices, or just trying in the back, <laughs> using yeah, the using good. the heat from the engine. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so you can you can pretty much take off whenever you want. Um, the uh, the Emperor Palpatine Surgical Reconstruction Center is a. Uh, <laughs> Is a pretty well-known location uh, up on the surface. Oh, um, I do know one thing um, that because this is this is Space Bucky's that I do get us is because they've got like some clothes there. Um, 
Everybody needs because if, if we want to try the if we walk you know do the uh, the approach of walk in and act like you belong until things go wrong, um, we can't just look like a bunch of dumb spacers. True. Mm, good point. We need to look like dumb spacers that bought T-shirts from the gas station. <laughs> to fit in. No, no, no. You don't understand buckies or sluggos, I should say. Yeah. Well, it's like, like Kristoff like, like puts. Kristoff strokes his chin and looks at the racks of clothes and is like, will these really give us street cred? <laughs> Nothing I didn't gives think you it was more possible, street cred but... than buying things from sluggos. Well, if Jazz says it, she knows better than I do. <laughs> Jazz has Jazz never been wrong ever. God. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think you uh, you successfully procure some, some more... Uh, <laughs> Some more terrestrial clothes, let's mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that might not—it might not make you look like you belong in the on the upper city, but it definitely makes you look like you belong on planet. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, All right then. So yeah, you uh, you can pack in your ship and uh, fly on over to the the uh, the reconstruction center. Uh, it's a it's uh, sort of this uh, this strange looking building. It's it. The way that the way that buildings work in Coruscant is that they are sort of a there's like a base level of cityscape with like minor skyscrapers, and then there's big ass buildings that sort of jut out from past mm. them. Uh, gotcha. And this is one of those. Uh, there's it, there's constant uh, streams of speeders running in and out of uh, of its various uh, ports. Um, there's uh, there's ambulances. That are you know with with their klaxons going just uh just you know coming in and out um there there are uh, patrols above uh, it's a it is a very bustling place it's very easy to get lost in mm-hmm. um so uh so yeah you 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 know you fly your way up there and uh there you know there's no real there's no real like security at this point you kind of just have to find a place to land and and do it. You know, in the you, you get out and do your thing because, like, unless you want to run run like an emergency gambit of some kind, uh, mm. you you pretty much are relegated to visitor parking. Yeah, I think that probably that probably works. I th- we we could pull up we could pull off the is there a doctor in the house thing once, but if we're talking about reconstructive surgery, that's I don't look that messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think he had that. he had two spouses. Okay, like before everything yeah. went wrong, he was a good looking back guy, <laughs> handsome for his species. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his eyes are uh, exceptionally large, and they find that very attractive. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, um. I'll- Though, admittedly, from what I understand, a lot of Shadrachan sex appeal does come down to your particular pheromones. Mm-hmm. So, like, visually, <laughs> it might not have been the biggest. Anyway. Um, so the interior of the building is, uh, it's the exact kind of pristine, clean, sort of, like, white and chrome that you would expect from a, a Star Wars hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there, there are small mouse droids scuttling about and, uh, uh, a reception droid is sitting behind a, a desk terminal with like it's it's sort of a 
it looks like um, a a mixture of a Tesla coil and a coat rack, <laughs> and it has uh, a bunch of uh, small wiry appendages that are sticking out and uh, plugging into various ports and touching buttons uh. and, and uh, operating this console in front of it. Uh, and uh, it, and as uh, if you approach, uh, which I assume you do because there's mm-hmm. nothing else here, um, besides benches to wait, uh, it sort of it, it says uh, state your purpose. So maybe uh, maybe Kristoff should pivot to the face roll now. I mean, I know this isn't a cop, but I was just thinking, <laughs> uh, based on what was said before, since we're a little higher up now. <laughs> Ah, yeah, so I can uh, try to use that uh, diplomat. So... Do you think we could just, like, ask for, like, hey, we're looking for this droid? Like, Or we could say ha- we have an appointment with the droid, uh, and then mm. hack this droid, because don't, oh. don't one of you have a, uh, like a, like, a little hacking key thing? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You could try to slice the droid. That's, that's yeah. absolutely possible. Yeah, so um, I guess maybe Kristoff will be like a distraction almost. It'll be like, um, hey, yeah, we have a uh, we have an appointment with what's the name? K something. F of the droid. The droid is like F something, right? Oh, FX six. Oh. Yeah, FF. FX six. Like, yeah, um, yeah, we're uh, looking. We were told to come here today. We have an appointment with a uh, FX six. We're looking, trying to find. Uh, maybe you can help us out. FX six is in, uh, is currently in an operating theater. Ah, oh, wow! Oh. And, and as such, is occupied. Oh, we must be a little early. Um, sorry, maybe you can point us in the right direction. Then we'll uh, find somewhere to sit and wait. <laughs> kind of it like you know one of its like appendages spins and uh oh. touches a touches a, a console behind it and you know another one like reaches out and like uh scribbles on a on a hollow notepad like like something and it's like it's like please present your credentials for uh f- for the for operation that's what it says Okay, oh, um, I uh, think that's probably where the hacking comes in, isn't yeah, it? Christoph <laughs> yeah, Kristoff just like, uh, he's like patting his like chest and like his, where his pockets would be if he wasn't wearing a, like, you know, a cloak and armor and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh boy, let me see here. Oh, yeah, um, I think I left it with my friend here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to, while you're doing that, I'm just going to sidle up behind and... <laughs> yeah, go yeah, ahead and roll my... Slicer. Six, okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. So yeah, you um, you, you sort of uh, sneak around. You figure out what the back of this droid is, which is already an adventure in and of itself. Um, and then you find a you find a port that you can access with your little slicing key, and uh, and you start you know tinkering away at it, and uh, and there's a moment where it sort of seizes up, and it and it seems like it might alert somebody. And then you bypass that that uh, that operation and, and cancel it, um, and so you are into its sort of subroutines, and uh, you can uh, you can sort of make it do whatever you want. In this case, uh, that would be to uh, direct you towards the the operating theater. I would assume. Okay, I'm probably going to like 
it's just going to like set credentials detected to yes you know yeah right okay uh so yeah you uh you you are now uh sort of allowed uh in there the like security cameras won't tag you as being uh incorrectly credentialed mm-hmm. as you go uh and you are you are more or less you don't have like the keys to the castle or anything but you can get through the first layer of of security quite easily now okay awesome nice. Um, the it it there's a little like ticker tape like printer like that spits out these tiny little stickers and it hands one to each of you and it's a little barcode oh Oh, okay all right just like here are your credentials and it it, uh, spits them out for you all right just slaps them on i think that the i think that the clothes i i think that but before I'd said that uh, Pipistrel was just kind of like in just stereotypical, just like professor fashion. But I think he's probably, you know, what never goes out of fashion, a good coarse black robe. And so that's what he's got <laughs> on right now. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> it's a uh, classic for weird little guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you like to do anything else while you're you're sort of hacked into uh, to this this uh, this unassuming droid? Hmm. We could. So, we... anything else will require another slicer roll, just so you know. Right. Um. So, just do we just need the one droid to get what we came for? Um. It is. It is likely that you could you could gain the the advantage that you're that you're seeking from one droid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. But, but it, it, it might not hurt to have a backup. Yeah. Okay, then while I'm there, I'm going to try and do a search for the other two. Okay. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll it. And I think uh, since you are, since you're like searching in a database, it's going to take a little extra time. So you actually get a uh, a minus one on top of whatever your roll is. Okay, then. So it's a flat six. Let's let's go for it. Four. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Woo. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. You after some some uh, time searching through, there turns out there's a lot of medical droids here, um, mm. but you do find uh, the the uh, the other droids that were designated DD thirteen HK and two one B DRX in two very different locations. Okay. Um, DD thirteen HK is just in a uh, a storage facility. Uh, mm. For it seems like it's just uh, decommissioned and just put away uh, for now. Um, but two one B DRX has been uh, actually destroyed and oh. uh, is is uh, sort of in the the uh, the waste facility of this place as a as gotcha. a, uh, <clears throat> as a uh, you know a, a droid that is no longer functioning. It is now being. Is, Sort of set up to be turned into scrap. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, we've got at least one backup then, but we should probably stick with the one that's sort of in the main building and mm-hmm. also that someone has put a hit out on. Okay. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so what's your what's your next uh, next plan of attack then? Are you gonna just sort of 
go for the the operating theater or maybe yeah. sneak around and do some scouting or how would you like to do this? Ooh, yeah, it's place. Scouting around to like set an ambush or something sounds good. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. If we could like find Yeah. Like presumably at this at some point this robot's gonna have to like turn a corner or something, mm-hmm. you know? Um I guess it would good. So, it would be good to know, but I feel like you'd have to deal with another minus one, and I don't want to keep testing your luck. Um, yeah, but like I think where FX O six returns to, um, like after after surgery, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I basically don't want to uh, blast my way into a surgical theater and steal right. uh, the doctor <laughs> right yeah that sounds like, bad like form it it sounds like either way we should wait for it to come out uh, for, for one i am officially like i am uh quitting while i'm ahead with the slicing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely but but we could we could do some additional scouting to like figure out how to jump this guy after all right like, yeah that's actually you know. not a bad idea but I'm not sure entirely how to go about that. I mm. certainly don't have specialized skills for it. Um, scouting, in this case, you might be able to... Let's see. Of the enlisted skills, probably... Hmm. I'm going to say operative, thief, or navigator would probably get you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christoph's got a navigator at plus one. Can try that. Sounds yeah, because because navigator governs like staying aware of your surroundings, and I think that makes sense here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go for it. All right, I am on it. So I'm gonna have the human guy poke around, <laughs> try to smooth things over. Oh, we got a five for a total of six. Okay, tight. Uh, so you are uh, so you're, you're snooping around, um, and you. You manage to sort of uh, using your using your sort of awareness of your surroundings. You manage to keep you and your companions out of sight of the uh, the the uh, CSF guards that are sort of patrolling. Um, and uh, you uh, you notice that they they're moving in uh, in pairs and uh, in sort of uh, if. The the facility is a cir- is like a large circle, like a circular building, um, and uh, it it's almost like they're moving on uh, as like spokes on a wheel. Like they're like no two uh-huh. uh, pairs ever touch. They just kind of keep a constant sweep around the building, mm. especially on on this floor at the you know at this point. Um, and uh, with that roll, you also get. That there are, in fact, two stormtroopers uh, posted at the door of a particular surgical theater. Oh. That's that kind of concerning. Sense. Yeah, the- maybe they're working on somebody important. Hmm. Surely not. Well, not not the guy we're looking for, or I feel, <laughs> I feel like I probably would have... I, I uh, detected yeah. him by now. Surely but, uh, not, right? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like if Darth Vader is getting work done on him at this stage, mm-hmm. he's doing it in like his evil castle or something. Sure, right? 
R- probably. Jonas? Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Darth Vader has an evil castle somewhere that, that he gets that he gets work done on there. Hmm. That's that's probably true. But but I can um, also have clairvoyance as a force user, so I right. can like, detect oh. other force users. Yeah, I Unless... would let you know. Is okay. the actual answer? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's not that's not him. I was sweating. <laughs> I'm like, <"Ugh." laughs> yeah, but what yeah. if though? You. <laughs> You do not sense any powerful force user in the vicinity. Okay. Okay. Um, it, at least not in the way that you would normally feel that, which would be like a you know a tingle down your spine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's not there. Okay. Uh, okay. So whoever's in there is important, though, but not right. Not that kind of important. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So. So obviously busting in is even more off the table than usual and we'll have to be extra careful about jumping him after is what I'm getting. Like. Yeah. Okay. So so your plan to wait could work. um, Mm -hmm. However, you would have to avoid the guards for that entire time. Right. Uh, Yeah. You there there are other options though. Uh you know, this is uh this is a pretty open facility and you do have uh you have credentials to be here right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find a better hiding place. Mm, yeah. Um is I nothing's coming to mind right this moment, but is there anything Jazz could do with like an engineer role? That's what I was thinking too. I'm I'm mm. Um, let's see. With an engineering role, you should be able to, let's see, repair engines and droids, diagnose mechanical issues. Um, I think that an engineering role would also probably let you mess with, uh, certain, like, fundamental, uh, systems within, within the building. Like, let's say ventilation or, or, you know, like the sprinkler system or something like that. You could probably, Ah. you could probably like do a false alarm of some kind. That's exactly Mm. which popped to mind is, uh, we could throw this whole place into chaos if we could trigger some sort of evacuation alarm. Um, in order to like, that would get everybody moving and it would be, it would be basically kind of give us like, the ability to act in plain sight to like snatch this droid up, we wouldn't actually have to hide <laughs> because there'd be so much chaos that we could just do what we needed to do, right? Yeah, let's just. <laughs> I do like like the previous mission was like okay, we gotta like chat with this guy to get this thing, mm-hmm. and now it's like let's pull the fire alarm in a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does, you know what? That 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 could work. Uh, that yeah, no, uh-huh. um, I'm. That, we have I'm, the ability to be here, um, so I assume I'm kind of just making assumptions, kind of like while we walk around, um, that there's some sort of like, like climate control console, sort of you know, like a like a standard kind of console that governs like all of the different, like you said, you could cycle, you know, ventilation and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, and getting access to that. And uh, creating some sort of false alarm isn't a bad idea. <laughs> huh. Okay. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think I like that. I'm, I'm just trying to think of like other other uh, steps because like my my natural instinct is to want to make it uh, not a false alarm and actually just set off an explosive somewhere. <laughs> um, if I'm being honest with all of you, I mean it, it can be both. <laughs> it can be both. It can be both. Uh, Here's how, how about this? Um, uh, Pipistrel. Give me a historian check. Oh, okay. With a with an extra plus one because this Ooh. is kind of big news. Okay, that is uh, impossible for me to fail. Just so you know. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Then you get it. <laughs> um. So yeah, Pipistrel, you actually know. Uh, you know that there have been uh, protests recently, mm. uh, sort of across the across the planet. Um, sort of planned political action that go past what we consider protests here in real world um and sort of like there's lots of like bombings lots of lots of sort of uh like major you know major uh uh, public uh strikes against uh imperial rule because people are not happy here on coruscant right Mm-hmm. I would I would assume not. Yeah, but that there's free there's free speech zones for that. So I don't see why they're uh <laughs> yeah. Going why are they so mad? Jeez. But uh so as a result, um the 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 Coruscant security forces are pretty uh jumpy these days. Mhm. Uh and so any any sort of uh sign of violence might sort of might send them over the edge overreacting to whatever the threat might be gotcha okay i think i have an idea it might be insane (laughs) (laughs) but we do have a little guy with us (laughs) and i have a remote controlled thermal detonator oh my god and i'm just saying we could just we could just let pipistrelle go into like a duct and like plant it somewhere and it would go off, and then they'd have to evacuate. And we, and then we go hang out by the operating theater, kind of like in the general vicinity, and we set it off. And when they evacuate the hospital, we snatch up our guy. That's fucked up, but probably our best route, so. Yeah! <laughs> is it a terrible thing? Yes. However, <laughs> this is the, the Emperor Palpatine Surgical Reconstruction Center, <laughs> yeah. so I don't feel that bad about, like, exploding it. <laughs> and remember, your only goal here is to kill Darth Vader. That's right. Right. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's in service of killing Darth Vader, it's ethically sound. That's correct. Um, so, yeah, um... I'm, yeah, I, so, <laughs> so given, I feel like there are places we can put this bomb that, like, aren't going to immediately kill someone. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Um, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, in fact, uh, can I use, like, an engineer role on, like, this, uh, this, this console that we found to, like, kind of, um... Find a good spot. Yeah, to find a good spot because, like, I'm thinking, like, it'd be, it'd be, you know, to put it near, um, like, if you could get to, like, the, I don't know, the climate control, like, oh, hub, interesting. You know, it would at least it would that would actually you'd, you'd feel it everywhere. You know what I mean? Without having to actually, like, I don't know, 
blow up the recovering patient's ward or whatever. You know, right. like, <laughs> I'm a maniac. I'm not a monster. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's that uh, That should be possible. I don't think you even need the engineering role for it, to be okay. honest. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, I think you can you can just sort of direct him as he as he scrabbles through the vents and uh, and put him in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, you can, you, you, uh, you plant your thermal detonator and, uh, and, you know, it, it beeps with like a sinister sort of, uh, <laughs> deadly beep sound. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like three lights that light up and two of them start blinking. Gotcha. And, you know, you don't know how a thermal detonator works, Pipistrel, but uh, assume it, it should be fine, right? Mm-hmm. It should it, be. <laughs> yeah, just back away from it real slowly, Jess says over the, over, uh, over their little intercom, or their, their comms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to safely but quickly put space in between myself and this. And uh, as you... So as you two are doing that, I think a uh, another uh, guard pair sort of walks around the 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 circular corridor, and one of them looks at you funny, like as you as they pass by, mm. and uh, and like kind of lifts up lifts up a, a wrist and sort of talks into a mic on the wrist, okay, yeah, kind of mm-hmm. motion, and then keeps walking. All right, well. Definitely that there's someone in a room somewhere saying that there's a suspicious-looking Twi'lek and Shadrafan, so let's, <laughs> let's... We should do this before we have a chance to attract a t- specific attention. Oh, yeah. Because once things start happening, they're going to really start happening, so... Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I think the idea is to just, like, we go and post ourselves near the operating theater... Um, and then, uh, set off some fireworks. Okay. Sounds sure. like a plan. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you, so you post up and, uh, you're actually, you're within eye, eyesight of like, you can see our eyeline of the, uh, of the two stormtroopers that are posted outside and, um, they, you know, they're just kind of milling around and, uh, you know, they're, they're not, they're not early at attention. They're not really... They're not really fully lax. They're just they're just kind of there with the, with their blasters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so we should definitely make sure that Jazz is not visible when she detonates those things. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like if like, someone like a, could be, it's like a handheld little like it fits in the palm of your hand. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's literally just a matter of like putting her arms behind her back and pressing a button like out of the yeah. Side, like she's leaning against a wall and just like you know minding her own business, looking like she's waiting for someone. Uh, and then pressing a button. Yeah, how, right. how hard could that be? Uh, make an operative roll for me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I don't have operative. Okay. So that's just a 1d6. 1d6. That's a three! Oh, that's a three. So, uh, you're trying to beat a three. And uh, since you didn't... Uh, you, you, uh, you think you're being sly, Jazz, mm-hmm. and you, you sort of, you, you flip the, uh, the, the detonator, uh, the, the remote detonator behind your back, and, uh, you press it, and it, uh, it, it goes off, 
but it falls out of your hand. Oh no! So there's, there's sort of a beep beep, and then clack. It hits the ground. The stormtroopers turn uh, to see that you've dropped something, and then there's an explosion. <laughs> cool. Um. So we uh. So the the stormtroopers are. Let's. So you know Hitman. <laughs> Uh-huh. Agent uh-huh. 47? Yeah. Yeah, so in Hitman, there's kind of like levels of awareness of you as a Hitman <laughs> by the different guards. And these guys just got like red dots above their head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, they go, what are you doing there? And they hold up their guns and then uh and then you know, and then the explosion goes off. Uh, there's smoke everywhere. The the sirens inside of the building start going off. Um, and every you know it all falls into chaos. Mm-hmm. So, right now, uh, the stormtroopers are trying to get to you, but the uh the CSF guards are are sort of rushing down the hallway. Um, there's patients that are starting to come out of different alcoves and different uh in different rooms that are you know panicking and trying to run. Um, and, uh, they can't quite, they can't just open fire. They would hit civilians. Right. And right. even though they're stormtroopers, they're not that dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you kind of, you have a, uh, a chance to, to sort of obfuscate yourselves and escape, or you can stick around and try to make sure that the plan goes to, uh, uh continues on. Um, but you will need to... You'll need to deal with these stormtroopers in some way. Okay. Um, the, what the... if I let? What if? What if I led them on a goose chase while you two did your thing? Because like I have oh. athlete, I could just. Oh shit! I can just a... run. That's and... a great idea. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Jeez. Like, Do the Han Solo thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they only like I'm the only one who's like obviously you two were with me, but like. I'm the suspicious one. They're going to come hunting for the extremely easy to see Twilight first. Uh, so, yeah. Why not you two stick around while I lead these two on a wild goose chase? That that works for I'm me. I'm into it, yeah. All right, give, me a, uh, give me a cry of some kind that would attract stormtroopers. Oh, God. Like, what's something that, that you could say that would really make them realize that you are uh, not supposed to be here and a threat? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, hey, Bucketheads! <laughs> I'm right over here! <laughs> Blaster! And then they, yep. they, they kind of, like, they pull up their guns, they see there's all the people rushing by, and so they just kind of run after you. Yeah! <laughs> great! Uh, and yeah, Jazz is just going to uh, take off down the hall, pops the two of you a little salute, and a wink and is like, make sure you Jeez. get it done, I swear to God. <laughs> so yeah, um, so let, let's see. I guess we'll... So you've split up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have... I'm going to go with Jazz for a second here and have Jazz roll athlete. Uh, and I think you get a minus one on this, on top of everything, uh, because uh, because of all the people. It's it's hard to to maintain 
you know, like a proper stride when there's sure. people of all sizes sort of rushing down the corridors trying to get out. Fortunately, that just makes it a 1d6 because uh, I have athlete, so. Mm. A three again? Oh, no! Oh, no! No! Okay. So, yeah, you, uh, so you think you, you're pretty slick. You think you're doing good. And then, uh, you get shoulder checked by a Deveronian who, uh, kind of hisses at you. <laughs> As, uh, as they run by. Uh, <laughs> well, screw you too, buddy. Uh, and that's just in time for one of the stormtroopers to uh, to catch up to you. And uh, they and they uh, you hear them turn their, their blaster to stun. Mm-hmm. It, it makes, like a, makes like a specific noise. Um, and so we'll... So, like, now that, now that that role is uh, resolved, and we're going to cut to... Uh, the uh, the other two here, um, so the people in your area of the the wing are starting to thin out a little bit. It seems seems that that uh, most of the people have started to evacuate. Um, there's still smoke everywhere, and like the 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 alarms are just blaring in your ears, which probably is pretty bad, especially for Pipistrel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, but uh, but the the door is unguarded, uh, and uh, you see. Uh, it, or it opens up. This uh, this this white door sort of psk, opens up, and two <laughs> uh, two figures uh, come out. One is a uh, is a uh, you think it's a Twi'lek. You're not quite sure. It's he's very large. Mm. Um, and and he's and his, his if he is a Twi'lek, his leku are are bloated and sort of stretched out. Gotcha. Um, and he he's he sort of he looks pissed. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. He's like, oh, another another protest. Ah, of course. <laughs> and he sort of stomps down the the you know the causeway. And the second right. figure is a person-sized cylinder with a with a sort of a dome head and ah. small. Uh, small appendages sticking out on each side um and it is a droid it's uh okay it's and it is in fact the droid it is fx6 ah, okay okay all right um, let's uh get him i guess yeah let's just grab him <laughs> yeah, just, just go and pick him up um yep or yeah i guess uh i guess we might as well just, like walk off with him was that the plan <laughs> Uh, you can pick him up. You can you could try to interface with it. You could try to slice it. Uh, there's there's a lot of things you can do here. I I think we are in a unique position where we could just like kidnap the dude, the guy, and like so yeah, uh, that that works for me. Uh, okay, so you said it was person sized, and it it's is person sized, but not person shaped. It's a cylinder, and it's got yeah. uh, it's got an, an array of wheels on the bottom of it. That sort oh, of let okay. it uh, let it sort of scoot along the ground. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I get... Oh man, I'm weighing in my mind, like trying to do something here or like trying to extract it to. Work I, I on. do, I do have. You know what? I I do have the the slicer key. If like if we wanted to like maybe if you think it would be a lower risk to do that here then i can uh, i can do that here i don't know they are all running around it probably is the best time to just try to walk out so what if you just, okay. what if you just hacked it to make it follow you 
That's a that's a good point. You know what? Yeah, so, I'm just going to I'm going to roll guess, that right now. I guess my question is, what are we? What are we're trying to get like information on uh, Vader's uh, implants, right? Right. So if we can get that, we don't need the rest of the droid, really. True, but also if we've got more time with it, then we can probably get better stuff. Mm-hmm. True. And also, we can, like, I don't know, give it, it would be easier to deliver on our very informal promise to also off it in the process. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gotta admit, Not- Kristoff feels really bad about, uh, like, stealing or killing a doctor. That's like, a good a, point. We- even a droid one. <laughs> and all, That's honestly, a good point. The, honestly, that guy in the bar uh, didn't seem, I don't know, if he was a... If I was if I was playing like New Vegas or something, and he gave that's me a quest, I would ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's yeah. We we don't we we certainly don't have to. It's not like uh, anything is hinging on it. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Like yeah, look. Um, if you need a minute, I'll cover you. Yeah, this could be like an in character thing that's happening. Like Pipistrello's like, like, so are we? Like Kristoff has just been squirming the whole time. It's like, look, I know it's a droid, but I I don't know. I feel really weird about this. It's still a doctor. I think I think you might probably have the right idea. Let me see if I can do this uh, with. <laughs> let, let's see if I can just take care of this here and now. And he's going to just like scramble up. And is there like does it have like something on like the base of its neck or whatever where I could put the like the slicer? Yeah, yeah. It's it is it's accessible to you. Um, but as you get close to it, it 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 does uh, sort of spin its one big red eye. Uh, to face you and he goes and he goes excuse me what are you doing uh you, you, it's an emergency update i'm not slated for an update at this time that's why it's an emergency um so <laughs> So am I like rolling at a penalty or something, or do I need to do something before I can actually um, pull this off? I let's see. You will roll with a minus two. Oh, geez. Okay. Well then, oh. uh, that's minus one. So let's see. Three. No! So many threes. Oh boy. All right. So yeah, you uh, you 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 slice into the droid, and uh, it, it goes security protocols engaged. <laughs> and it's sort of uh your your slicer key sort of sparks and then oh, shoot, no. and then it gets like forcibly ejected from oh. from the port and then like a little metal like slot goes <laughs> over the over the the slicing <laughs> port. Hey, well, we tried it the nice way. Uh, yeah. Let's get this on <laughs> hand car and get him out of here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it uh it it, it it sort of turns to Kristoff and says, "If if I am if you are uh, trying to to attack me, I will defend myself." Uh, we're not trying to attack you. We just need some information on an old patient of yours, okay? And then uh, it, it, there's a pause and it says, "Calculating." Ask your question. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> See, this is why I wanted to know what we wanted to know. Pepistrel. 
What did we actually want to know? <laughs> um, was it just like specifications of like of like implants and procedures operated on Lord Vader? Is is it as simple as that? Uh, yeah, that's like a our... that's a great place to start. Okay. Yeah. Looking for procedures and implants performed on one Lord Vader. Ah, it says. Yes, I remember it fondly. <laughs> fondly? Some of my greatest work. See, this is why I didn't want to just toast this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Droids are a weird edge case in Star Wars. I feel weird just murdering them. <laughs> well, he's also <laughs> he also appears to maybe be an evil doctor, is the thing. True, but you know that happens sometimes with people. <laughs> like I don't, I don't doctors especially. <laughs> Some work that I've I have yet to re uh reaccomplish though I keep trying. Huh? Okay. <laughs> and uh and it sort of uh it sort of like makes some like you know the you know the sound that like com- uh computers make when like their like a disc is spinning up? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's that but the Star Wars version, so there's like lots right. of like little like 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 pops and beeps and stuff as it's like pulling up old data that uh that it hasn't accessed in a while. Yes, I can I see why you would be interested in in a uh in a procedure like that and to go to such lengths to to find me to ask me these questions. You truly are driven. You weren't an easy droid to find, that's for sure. I made it that way. <laughs> huh? Um it, it, it sort of uh spins one of its little uh one of its little arms, like, idly. Um, almost like it's reminiscing uh, about the procedure. Uh, and it and it begins to tell you a lot of technical data. Okay. Um, specifically, <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, specifically, it tells you um, about chemical compounds, which is not what you were led to believe this droid did. But the more you look at it, the more you realize, like it has, it has little tubes and vials on it. Uh, it has uh, sort of a, like a, like a, lots of injection needles and that kind of thing. Mm. Like okay. it's very clear this is this droid is uh, sort of a um, is not is not a surgery droid or is not a surgical droid, but is in fact a like a like a phlebotomist more or less. Oh, um, okay. Like this endocrine also- stuff, sort of. Okay. This also explains the malpractice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it says yes. Uh, patient patient designation zero zero one was was admitted uh, fourteen years ago, and uh, in and uh, the, the proprietor of this establishment uh, redacted. <laughs> Uh, uh, gave me special permissions to use any and all of my medical expertise to keep said patient alive. So I came up with a special, uh, a, a special uh, blood 
uh, compound which mutated the blood in the the patient's body and uh, and made made him more resilient and in the process far far less human <laughs> oh boy I told you it was an evil droid. You guys should just mark it when you're done. <laughs> hey, um, and I think at that, we're actually going to go back to Jazz. Great. <laughs> so uh, one of the troopers has cornered you. Um, mm-hmm. The the other one is still uh, still kind of waiting through the crowd trying to get to you. So uh, what do you do? Mm. Cornered me. Hold on. So I think, oh, well, I could just, I could just go full aggro. I'm trying, I mean, we've already done explosions, so I guess I I shouldn't be too hesitant to just do the whole aggro thing. I guess it's fine. Um, Although there is a sniper rifle that I've got on me, um, which is. Yeah, uh, your your equipment, you should uh, make note of. You have an ascension gun, you have a mm-hmm. sniper rifle. You don't have your thermal detonator anymore, but. Sure. Uh, that, that's that's spent for now. Um, actually, where am I? Like. Okay. Um. So you're you sort of uh, you you've run into a uh into a like an antechamber, I guess. It's kind of it's in between two larger structures. Mm-hmm. Um but this is sort of the the way that the crowd is moving um towards the exit. Uh and here you've you've got a higher ceiling, um you've got uh sort of uh uh a view out into the city with uh, some very tall windows. Um and uh there are Various, like, you know, uh, mechanical uh, functions going on behind you, like little little droid charging pads and, and like, uh, dispensers and that kind of thing um, that are sort of, uh, you know, at the ready uh, for, for medical personnel that need them. Sure. Um, in that case, yeah, I just kind of wanted to have a, a general idea of the geography of the room. Um, I actually am going to use my ascension gun to uh grab onto the um what's the word the beams of the ceiling to like pull myself because <laughs> like this is like an antechamber and like you said it's got like big tall windows and stuff like that so um i'm going to argue to say that maybe it it leads to like you can see like the the hallways of other floors that they've got like railings around and stuff um to like pull myself up a, an additional level you know what i mean yeah 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 absolutely cool um that that is totally possible uh so so yeah you, you use your ascension gun and sort of fire the the grappling uh line upwards and it finds purchase uh kind of magnetizes to something uh and uh and you start uh pulling yourself up the trooper uh in in response uh fires at you okay um and let's see i think i have to i think i do i roll something i actually don't know for this one so you've started your you've you've done your turn which Mm -hmm. is the ascension gun and maneuvering up it um let's see so yeah i think i just roll to attack you and we'll see what happens here oh boy 
fear. Oh, that's oh. a five. Yeah, that hits. Okay, so uh, so you are shot by the the uh, the stormtrooper and and uh, with the stun setting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the little circles. Yeah, the little circles, right? <laughs> so you you kind of you get hit and you feel a jolt through your body as your as your limbs get numb and uh, your your you know your knees lock and that kind of thing. And you are still uh, ascending mm-hmm. uh, with oh, the shit. with the gun, but you are no longer in control of your 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 body for at least a a, a round, let's say. Okay. Mm. Uh. And uh, and the trooper goes blast, uh, 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 climb uh, something I don't know, and <laughs> the other one goes go up the go up the lift, and uh, they they start running for the uh, for a co- conveniently placed turbo lift nearby. Cool, uh, yeah, Jazz is I think is able to at least like gurgle out over over comms. Can you two make it quicker? it <laughs> uh, doesn't yeah. sound like it's going well for her <laughs> yeah um are we good maybe we should like extract her <laughs> oh um, the operation and like the the droid is still going, still going. on <laughs> um the uh the so fx6 sort of tells you a, a lot about the chemical compounds uh used and like nanites and such used mm. to make this this special cocktail um that yeah, it seems so we can make a poison just for him when it comes to it so that is that is an option um essentially at this point uh uh you you've been given the the raw data that you could use for for a uh for you know some sort of advantage against Darth Vader with the right you know, with the right know-how. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, uh, however, uh, FX6 uh, says, and you, you know, I could do it again. I think I've, fa- I've figured it out this time. I think this is the one. And it sort of, like, rotates again and, and uh, a little, um, a, a little uh, cavity opens up in its tubular body and a, a a red like a crimson glowing Ooh. red vial uh uh sort of comes out on an arm and loads itself into a syringe oh. and he goes the process wouldn't take that long at all oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> if if you're interested uh. <laughs> oh, um I've <laughs> I have an idea for something. Oh please. Oh. oh please. Um so I think that having even though I don't think it would be good for us to get shot by this especially here and now I think having that vial would be useful. Um now you've got the ability to force pull unattached things, right? Yes. It's but it's very attached right now. But you also have a special tool for unattaching things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you literally have the best tool in the universe for unattaching things. <laughs> yeah, 
so uh, it sounds like what y'all want me to do is to uh, whip out the lightsaber, cut uh-huh. this little, cut a little mechanical arm off, and uh-huh. like, steal this yeah. mysterious syringe of horrible goop, so that we can uh, flee with it. <laughs> so yeah, let's do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah. So Kristoff does not want to undergo this procedure, but you know. He also does not want anyone else to undergo it, so better mm. get that and get out of here. <laughs> so what does yeah. your lightsaber look like? Okay. Hmm. Oh, man, I should have thought about the color of it more. Let me just think about KOTOR real quick. So I like. I think he found, like, a like a yellow crystal. That Ooh. sounds fun cool. to me. So, yeah, it's just sort of like a like a metal tube, maybe a little, maybe a little dingy, but he got all the, like, the wiring uh, worked out. So... So it's very oh, like boy. utilitarian. Yeah. So like not, there's not a lot of light. like you know there's like the power source which is just kind of sticking out of the side like that kind of thing. Oh yeah, there's probably some like uh, it's probably not all inside the handle like you would like a like a professional Jedi one. <laughs> so yeah, there's probably like the some wiring on the outside that you know he's got to keep it <laughs> keep an eye on. Uh, right, because he, he built this himself like basically on his own uh well not on his own pipistrelle was there but like they yeah pipistrelle was there they had old old like like references and stuff but sure yeah so yeah uh so uh you you pull out your lightsaber and you know there's the snap hiss as it as it uh comes to life and (laughs) your your yellow blade extends out and uh, the the droid goes, the FX six goes. Ah, I see, you're one of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, can't let this, can't let whatever this is uh, go the way you're planning. See ya. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh, sorry, Pistrel. Maybe we should just kidnap that guy. <laughs> so, so you uh, dispatch the droid. Then are you gonna completely destroy uh-huh. it or just? Or are you just going to chop off its arm? Yes, it's a lunatic droid! Uh, uh, that's one vote. Pipistrel, out of character, what do you think? Do you think we should just, uh, like, just so, open this can and be done with it? So, in theory, you know, killing doctors is bad for the obvious, you know, reason. But this is also a doctor that does kill people in its, yeah, it's line of like work. It sounds like it's mostly interested in performing weird experiments, so... yeah. And if we oh. take its thing, it's probably gonna double down on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna report us pretty quick now, I imagine. So yeah, yeah, I guess might as well. Um, sorry, FX six. <laughs> well, not that sorry, but like, you know, you're a if you destroy me, you will be destroying the the finest medical genius the galaxy has ever known. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but I kind of hope so. <laughs> 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 wow! It's like, I don't know if it does. Does does this require a roll? Or no, no. It's it's a basically defenseless droid. Uh, it uh. it was bluffing before. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. It, so it uh. So you you cleave into this thing and uh, and you know there's lots of sparks and like little little juices that shoot out of it as like <laughs> It's various, you know, surgical equipment is 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 sort of just chopped in two, um, and uh, yeah, you catch the 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 syringe that has the the serum in it, uh, 
and uh, that is now yours uh, yours to take with you. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it just sputters and sort of collapses. Okay. Um. So yeah, I imagine that like in, th- after that they both immediately start running, and Pipistrel like gets on comms like Jazz. We are we have what we need, and we are leaving. What's your status? Uh, what is my status, Jonix? Right. Let's cut back. So uh, so yeah, you you you've been ascending, and you are basically with uh, you're, you the stun effects are wearing off now. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, you get up to the next level. Just as the the two troopers sort of like like skid to a halt in front of you with their their blasters raised, um, and uh, so you are you are uh, still you are at the point where you have just finished your ascent. Um, you can kind of put your feet on the ground, but they are right there waiting for you. Uh, yeah, I think that's what she tells Pipistrel like over comms is. Uh, I'm a floor above you, and my status is uh, not good. So uh, the the Bucketheads did manage to catch up to me, so uh, any support would be appreciated. All right. um, Oh, um, like, uh, okay, so uh, uh, Kristoff obviously has his hands full. It's like, uh, Kristoff, give me your blaster. Oh, okay. Um, and so, like, as we are running, can we, like, wind up, like, basically where she was? Uh, Like, not where she is now, but, like, where she was before she, like, repelled? Okay, so, like, as we go out into that, like, spot, turn around, look for, you know, where there are people, you know, I assume the two stormtroopers, uh, in their uniforms and stuff are gonna stand out pretty well on whatever, like, catwalk or whatever they're on, uh... Well, not yeah. a catwalk, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Well, then I'm going to try and uh, use the uh, the rifle to uh, suppress. Okay. Uh, sure. So, uh, let's see. You To suppress... Um, let me pull that up real quick-like. Uh, let's see. You are going to... Uh, yeah, uh... Roll with a plus one, because it's a ranged attack. Okay. Five. Okay. Phew. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so the, the stormtroopers, uh, they dive into cover uh, in response instead of getting shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Excellent. Which gives uh, Jazz an opening to make a move and uh, and sort of you know get out of there. Ironically, Jazz is going to scramble for the for the turbo lift they just came out of. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, to leave them stuck on the second floor. Um, yeah. So she she bolts for the turbo lift and gets inside and uh, uh, hits the is just like like tapping the. Closed door button over and yeah. over again. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There's a little bit of Muzak playing. And, uh-huh. and, <laughs> and he goes, thank you for using the turbo lift. Oh my god. <laughs> now going to the first floor. And like, they're, and like they, you know, there's the stormtroopers see you running for it and go, she's getting away. And then uh, one of you can hear them like turn on their radio and then the doors close. Um... And uh, the turbo lift takes you down to the uh, the first floor uh, rather quickly because it is a turbo lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, uh, 
and Jazz bolts out and, and runs up to the other two like, okay, we have to go, obviously. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's get out of here. We were already going. <laughs> uh, so Minimize the, bodies. So, yeah, as you go uh, towards the exit, there, uh, there are some... Uh, some Coruscant security uh, forces that that are waving people on, and they see you coming, and then they see that you have your little stickers, and they go, uh, they go this way, this way. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you make it out of the facility with your, uh, with with your bounty, with with your treasure, right? Uh, yeah. You you get to you you get to the uh, the pariah dog. And, uh, and you can take off and leave. Um, however, uh, as you, as you get to the, the pilot seat, someone, uh, is sitting in it and they spin around and, uh, they are, and it's a, it's a, a young, uh, a young human girl. Well, not young, young adult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and she is holding a blaster, and I think that's where we'll stop for now. Okay. Oh, great. All right. Okay. Excellent. Ah, uh, well, th- thank you very much for that fucking thrill ride. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that was a blast. I'm so glad. Isn't it great. Yeah. Thank you for playing. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at biggaynerdscast on Twitter and just biggaynerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.